Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Miseducation of Christianity. Again, this podcast aims to uncover hidden principles and biblical mysteries to access the power of God and our authority in the kingdom of God. The last episode, we went into somewhat of uh, my plight, if you will, and just kind of the things that I was feeling in the faith when I started out in the faith. But I ended on saying that there was this thing that blessed me, that gave me this power, gave me this authority that I didn't know was there. I was talking around how I was kind of tired of the church and I was kind of tired of my life and didn't know who I was. I was basically just down and out, just down and out, guys. And I ended saying that there was a thing in which God gave me that I bumped into by way of God's mercy and his grace. And he divulged all of this information to me and I went in deep studies and when I found it it changed my life I said I practiced this stuff in my life first and then I started sharing it with others and they started themselves uh, seeing results so today what you can expect is for us to figure out what is this thing what is it I'm going to get into it now so as I stated before there's this thing that I came into when I was on my last leg in the faith and I was basically done, right? I remember I said before that I could have just walked away from it all because I was just so frustrated and bitter because I was not seeing the things that I was reading about. I wasn't seeing the things that other people were professing. Uh, I just didn't see it, right? So I was just like, I'm good. I, I don't want to do anything. But then God, again, shared with me these things and I it changed my life. As I stated before, these things brought level of level of sobriety and 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 security and stability in my walk with God and in my faith in God because again I wasn't trying to impose power onto people I wasn't trying to be weird that's just weird stuff I just wanted to walk in the thing that he said we had access to God said we had access to this level of power and and that the sons of God had this power and and I saw the prophets and the elders of old move in this level of authority and things. And I did all the practices and things that people were telling me to do, but I just did not see it. But when God gave me the understanding of this thing and and, and, and broke it down to me and, and shared the revelations around it, again, changed my entire life. So what is the thing? What is the thing? Guys, it's probably going to make perfect sense. Some of you may already know it and some of you may not know it. But again, I'm going to share it. It's the kingdom of God, guys. It's the kingdom of God. Now, I want to open up something to you. If you guys already know this, then great. Again, this is just going to be a beautiful refresher. But for those who don't know, in the faith, there, there is not much talk in depth around the kingdom of God. And if there is talk about it, we really don't go into the corridors and the spaces around what exactly is that and who are we in it and who is in it and what does that speak of? Now, if you look in the Bible, you're going to find the referencing of this kingdom and this king throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, even all the way back to Genesis. We're going to see the attributes of the kingdom of God in operation. The biggest thing around that is that it gives so much clarity and perspective to what we're doing and why we've been called to do what we've been called to do. Because again, 
when I would usually hear of the kingdom, it was thrown around kind of casually. You know, we're a part of the kingdom and we're part of the kingdom of God and we're soldiers in the army of the Lord. And it would kind of all be munched and bunched in together. So I really just thought nothing of it. You know, I thought it was kind of synonymous. You know, the kingdom is synonymous for the Christians and the faith and, you know, faith and Christians and kingdom, they're all synonymous. But I came into the understanding that everybody who's in the faith isn't in the kingdom. Everybody who is a Christian does not practice kingdom practices, does not practice kingdom principles. We say the phrase a lot, and it sounds good, in all honesty. You know, it sounds, you know, um, uh, great and sounds big, you know, when we mention it. But what I've came to understand is that a lot of people don't even understand the kingdom in that what does it mean to be in the kingdom? And who has the kingdom? And who is the king of this kingdom? And if I'm a part of this kingdom, what like what rights do I have? I mean, because if, if a kingdom is a real kingdom, then there's a domain. And if there's a domain, then there's citizens. And if there's citizens, and again, what what are what are the rights? What are the what are the laws in this kingdom? What are the legal statues of this like like what is this, right? And again, I, I was not made aware of it. I had been practicing my Christian walking, walking in the faith and, and pursuing God without revelation of what this was and not really being brought into it. There are great men and women in the faith who went into depth around things like this. Uh, a perfect person I can immediately think of is Miles Monroe. He, he went into a lot of understanding around the kingdom and, and pulled apart, I mean, beautifully uh, different facets and components around the kingdom that I still absolutely believe is extremely relevant today. With that being said, I believe the kingdom is the answer to everything. When I came into the understanding of the kingdom, it literally made the church make sense for me. I knew where to set my expectation. I knew what I was supposed to be getting from the church. From a kingdom perspective, I know what the church is supposed to do for me. And I know how I'm supposed to serve in the church. It made it make sense. I knew from a kingdom perspective how my life was supposed to look. I think that was the biggest thing in the faith that I didn't know, right? We were all holding on to a lot of scriptures and the faith not knowing, does this really stick to me or or is this talking about another type of person or a particular devout person? Does this more or less speak to the eunuchs in the faith? Like, I didn't know. I really didn't know. But when I came into the kingdom, I understood now how my life is supposed to look from a kingdom perspective. What is supposed to be going on in my life and what is not supposed to be going on in my life? I knew how to take authority in my life and how to stand on the word of God and not just declare it and profess it, but how to exercise it, how to utilize it, how to engage God's word and and, and how to uh, even open up the mechanism that is connected in his word to perform his word, right? For To watch God perform his word in my life, like to exercise it. I, I figured it out, right? And then I came into my identity when when I realized what the kingdom of God was and and what it was to me and who I am in it, I came into great awareness around why I was created. 
and what God's plans was for me and what he wanted to do through me and what he wanted to do around me. We see Jesus emphasize this. This is one of his like premier statements. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And then he says, all these things will literally be added. Everything will be added. Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, who you are, where you are, where you should go, you know, how you should operate. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things will be added. He says, you, you do that and you got it. Now, I like to think I'm pretty sharp, um, but I like to pay attention, one, to what Jesus says, because I, I think what he says is most important, especially in our faith. He, he is our Lord and our Savior, right? And if Jesus, being God in the flesh, thought it was most important to only talk about the kingdom his entire time down on earth, even so much that when he died, he came back. If you read about it, he came back to the disciples and, you know, Thomas, you know, he put his finger in, in, in this wound and things of that nature. But then it goes to say that he began to teach even them the more around specifically the kingdom. He only taught about the kingdom when he was on the mount. It was the kingdom when he was amongst the multitude, just just kind of at the bay. He, 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 when he was just out and, and, and out and, uh, and out and about, he was talking about the kingdom when he was with the disciples alone he was talking about the kingdom when he died and he came back and in his his last couple of days his last couple of weeks spending with the disciple he could have talked about anything because again at this moment he had just conquered death hell and the grave i'm pretty sure there would be more to talk about uh at this moment because you, you just saw so much jesus i'm pretty sure there's a great revelation maybe about hell that you want to present to us right a great revelation about death right that we were not aware of that that's going to be really profound and going to really really help us in our understanding around the faith but he he goes right back to the same the same exact message only talking about the kingdom and I'm not saying what you guys should do or what you guys should go after, but I'm saying for me, if God in the flesh only thought it was important the entire time he was down here, when he died and when he came back, to only talk about the kingdom, then that's all I want to learn about. I don't want to learn about anything else. I don't want to go into anything else because he lets me know if I seek you first and if I can remember First is before everything else. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and that all these things will be added. Then by deduction, it almost kind of tells me, Darius, don't try to pursue understanding or getting perspective around anything else before you get the kingdom of God, before you get an understanding of his righteousness, because all of that other stuff will be added. Which also lets me know, Darius, the struggle and the striding that you might have been doing for years and trying to grasp the profundities and the healing power of God and the anointing of God and the ways of God and God moving and, and you grasping these 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 different types of, you know, technologies and knowledges around all that God was doing that Darius, you probably should have just went to the kingdom first and then he would have just added the knowledge of it. And who's to say, and I believe this to be true, that 
if I have the kingdom, it brings everything else into greater perspective once I have it. That was my understanding. That is my understanding. Once I came into the revelation of the kingdom, once I came into the revelation of what that is, what it does, who I am in it, but then I, I stopped studying everything. I wanted to go crazy and 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 literally spend my last hours and or days or minutes on devouring the understanding, the comprehension, the perspective, the knowledge, the wisdom around the kingdom. We see Jesus says this phrase, the kingdom of God is likened to a man who found a pearl in a field. And then it said he hid it. And when he hid it, it said he went to go to the person who owned the field and basically sold everything he had. And he sold everything he had because that pearl was in that field and he knew how valuable that pearl was. That pearl cost way more than everything that he had amassed in his life. And I get it. When God gave it to me, I understood it because it was telling me basically that all I need to do is look into the kingdom and search into the kingdom. And Darius, if you want to operate in healing, you want to operate in power. You want to operate in miracles. You want to see signs. You want to see wonders. You want to be just sure, even around who you are. God's calling on your life. God's plan for your life. What he's placed in your hands to do, the gifts, the abilities that you have, your life being stable, your life being secure, you being able to acquire peace, you being able to work from rest, all of that, right? He says, just seek ye first the kingdom and my righteousness and Darius, all of this will be added. It sounds so simple. So simple. And yet, it's so profound. And yet, it's most commonly missed over. We, we really just don't focus on the kingdom of God. You know how many times I've heard, and then raising my hand high in that classroom first, where I've expounded on certain scriptures and certain passages of the Bible. And, and I mean... I believe at times when I've even heard it from people and even when times God gave it to me in Revelation, I believe it was real, like great information. But the Bible also tells me that knowledge puffeth up. Right. And what I conclude in that is that if it's stuff that I'm getting that's not pointing me to the kingdom because the kingdom is the thing I should be trying to understand first, then it's going to end up being nothing more than inspiration. It's going to be inspiration. And God hasn't given his word for inspiration alone. But the Bible says he's, he, the word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, separating bone from marrow. It is the discerner. The Bible calls it the discerner. And, and beyond that point, the word of God legitimately is the power of God. The word of God is God's promises. And that's what we live by in the kingdom. What, what we claim and what we speak on, on pulpits and in, in moments of prayer and our personal prayer time, we pull on the promises of God, which is the word of God, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we have this in context now, then that means though I'm pulling on the word of God and though I'm pushing into the word of God, if I don't have an understanding of the kingdom of God first, I could possibly run the risk of messing this up of misconstruing, of contorting, 
or taken out of context what God really meant when he was saying what he said. That means I could take the scriptures out of context, guys. That's heavy. I could be taking the scriptures out of context. It's just like when we're in school and you don't learn how to read first until you get your sight words, right? And you don't get your sight words until you start doing sounds. And you don't even start doing sounds until you first know the letters, right? We just got to get you at the letters. We have to understand that the kingdom of God is of education and not just information. What I had in my walk, I'm not sure about you all, but what I had in my walk was a lot of information. And there's a phrase that I have that information is added on and education is built upon. We see that. I just broke it down. You know, you can't read until you get, you know, some sight words and you can't get to your sight words until you start sounding them letters out. And you really can't sound the letters out until we first figure out what are the letters? Like what, what's the alphabet? And a lot of times in our faith, and again, speaking to me first, I was adding on all of this information and it wasn't changing my life. There was no change into my life. None. It made me feel good to know that I knew things. I knew the Hebrew interpretation and the Greek transliteration and and the entomological understanding of it all. And like and again, I am that guy. I am absolutely a, a deep diver into the the real understanding and the origin of phrases and words and the the Semitic languages and all. I, I am that guy. However. When we're looking for real life change, when we're looking for real life impact, when we're looking for real life effect, guys, we need the kingdom. And you can't get the kingdom just by adding it on. The Bible says, again, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added on. He says, hey, I'll give you the information once you seek the kingdom. Once you educate yourself into the king, once you try to comprehend the kingdom and my righteousness, I'll add that other stuff. I feel like I grew up being taught and trained to do it backwards. I was taught and trained to add as many scriptures as you got, you know, study scriptures. We had, you know, not to expose, but when in my church, in my young, uh, younger years, when I was, you know, um, a teen and preteen, it was it was looked or frowned upon those who did not read at least 20 chapters a day. And, you know, some may feel some type of way about it, you know, whomever, but I was young, guys. I was like 10 or 11 years old, and I was really feeling bad that I wasn't reading 20 chapters a day. Like, I wasn't reading those chapters every day. And and then I would find myself really going after reading those chapters every day, really trying to barrel through and get through 20. But I didn't understand what the heck was I reading. And even if I did understand the language and what kind of was going on, I got the scope and the the storyline and the passage and the tone of the story. I mean, how is that helping me? How is that helping me that Noah was swallowed up and, and, and was in the belly of the whale? Like, what what is that going to do for me to for school tomorrow? Like, like. Like I'm not getting any revelation because what should have been being taught to me, which is what I teach my children now, the kingdom. Let's get the kingdom. 
Why? Because the kingdom is going to bring all of these stories and passages, all of these events into perspective now. It's going to help you get the revelation, get the wisdom, get the knowledge, get the understanding out of these things. But again, I was taught to add on information. Just add it on. Just add it on. I was pressed to learn scriptures just to know them. And it was it was it was almost like a game and a competition. And, and you know, some of these things are fun, you know, in Bible school and things of that nature. And, and again, I'm knocking no one for this. Again, I think it's great. All the things that I learned, you know, in my adolescent years, in my formative years around learning scriptures and reading the Bible all came up to be very much so appropriate and applicable in my adult life. So, again, I absolutely go. I say go be great. But what I am submitting is before we start telling children to add on, let's let's first build upon. Before we start introducing them to information, let's bring them into the education of the kingdom. Let's say, hey, do you know what the kingdom of God is? Do you know why God is called the kings of kings and the Lord of lords? You know what that means for you and me? Like, do, do you know what that means to be in the kingdom? Do you know you're a citizen of the kingdom? Do you know what it means to be a citizen? Do you know what rights you have as a citizen, just like a regular citizen of the United States? Like, you have rights. Do you know what your rights are? Do you know what you can demand? Like, like these things. And if I had known that, my God, I mean, there's no telling where I probably could have been and, and probably where God would have taken me by that time. Like, by knowing all of this now and moving into it like this, no telling, but, but thanks be unto God that, that all of it was necessary because now I get the opportunity not to just walk in the kingdom now, because thank God that I'm, I'm invited and I've been invited and welcome into the kingdom and I received it. But now I get the opportunity to bring others into it. I get the opportunity to share with others, the mysteries, the secrets, the, the, the hidden treasures and the, the hidden principles that are in the kingdom. And now, for those who are just listening or just learning about it, you can bypass tens of years that I've had to go through of barreling through and trying to find the kingdom, and it could be at your disposal. I think about the scripture in the New Testament where Jesus says, you know, once before, you know, it was kind of hidden before people, but now... I speak to you plainly, you know, concerning the kingdom. And, and this is that time. This is that era where God is giving it to us plainly because he's tired of us becoming tired. And, and there have been a lot of false teachings and false prophets distracting and giving information that's just not applicable to your day-to-day life. When God wants to be in your Monday he, he wants to be in your Wednesday. He wants to show up Saturday night. And, 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 he, and he wants to show himself strong in your life. But in order to do that, we first have to understand him. And in order to understand him, we have to seek his righteousness. And in order to understand his righteousness, we have to first seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Guys, we're going to get into this because... We need to now figure out, well, now there she talked really good about the kingdom of God. So we need an overview. You got to break this thing down. You got to let me know what in the world is this thing? Well, guys, keep journeying with me. 
keep listening. This is the Miseducation of Christianity Podcast. In the depths of my mind, I'm searching for the truth. In my quiet time, I'm all alone. I come to you with a seat this hard. Down the rabbit hole we go. Question everything, that's the only way to know.